Hello and welcome to the Fire Up Podcast. I'm your host, Deborah Trapin. It's one of my favorite hours of the week. It's time to spill the tea. This show started out as a mini-series in March of 2020. It was a way of gathering our divine sisterhood together during the pandemic, and it's still going strong. If you're new here, welcome. Nearly every week, Molly McKinley and I get together to sip tea, do some breath work, recite affirmations, lead meditation moments, and have a conversation about what we're reading, seeing, or doing. All with a focus on keeping a balance of divine feminine and masculine energies at our table. Most of the time, it's the two of us. Sometimes we have a fellow soul-centered author or entrepreneur join us. Take a moment now to pour your favorite beverage, pop in your earbuds, and snuggle into your coziest spot. Or head outdoors for a walk if you prefer. And then get ready to listen in on this hour of togetherness. Hello, world. It's the first Tuesday of 2022. Can you believe it? We made it. Oh my goodness. We made it, Molly. Yes, we made it. I'm so excited. Oh, yes, we've got some fun things to talk about today. But of course, before we dig in, Molly's going to lead us in some breath work to get ourselves yes. a little bit centered before we squeal with excitement about 2022 and all the things that lie ahead. Yes. And I think uh, because uh, 2022 is getting started with a bang, I think we're going to do our balancing breath today. So our alternate nostril breathing. So let's take our Vishnu mudra. So our uh, peace fingers together and, um, and we're going to put these fingers at the space between the brow, our Ajna chakra. Let's root through the feet, through the sitting bones, reaching through the crown finding that extra inch in the spine, bring the awareness to the very tip of the nose. And let's just do one clearing breath together while pressing these peace fingers at um, the third eye, big collective breath in together, big collective breath out of the mouth, letting it go. Now placing the thumb on the right nostril, inhale completely and fully through the left nostril. Hold with the ring finger, awareness at the space between the brows, pressing those fingers into the, the, the forehead, releasing the thumb, exhale completely through the right. Inhale to the right, hold and close, exhale completely left. Inhale left. Hold and close, exhale right, inhale right, hold and close, exhale left, final round, inhale left, hold and close, exhale right. Inhale right, hold and close, and exhale left. And release and let it go. Mm. That's always my favorite. I love that. I know, it's a little Vishnu Mudra. Yes, that's fun. It's like a little Jesus right here too, which is always nice. We're, we're going to be doing a lot more mantra this year too, yes. um, incorporating the sound mood, you know, uh, excuse me, mudra is yoga of the hands, mantra, yoga of the mouth, and then obviously our pranayama practice, our breath work. Yes. So good. I'm really looking forward to that. So let's, let's kind of talk about that. We've had a, a few conversations uh, about where we want to take the show this year and, um, that is one of them, right. And in incorporating more of the mudras. Cause I think there's, there's a lot of, there's so much power I feel in when we can shake off the distractions. Mm. And I think over the last, gosh, I mean, it's been 19, 20, 22, 23, 24 months, 25 months that we've been doing this and doing the breath work and having this, this time at, at least once a week, 
where collectively our community is breathing in and breathing out together. And I'm really excited. I'm also excited to learn more than this one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, Mudu is beautiful, right? And the, and the key about it is that everything is intentional, right? Yes, intentional. <laughs> There's that word. Uh, we also talked. You know, we've we've talked many times on the show about Megan Watterson, and yes. uh, obviously Mary Magdalene revealed was what we talked about a lot the, in 2020 and in in 2021. We wove that in a lot, um, and we've also talked about her cards a lot as well. And so these are the divine feminine cards we've we've discussed. We've kind of said, oh, I pulled this card today. And so this year, what we're going to do is we're actually going to pull a card at the end of each show. And then that's going to be kind of our, our study assignment. We're going to learn more about that particular woman, whether Mm -hmm. she's a goddess or a priestess or a saint, uh, and then talk about her the following week. So for those of you who are, learning nerds like we are and love to kind of dig in and find different resources, um, do that with us. And then we'll have, we'll have a common conversation um, element to talk about every week. And then Molly, you've got some cards on your side. That we're yeah, do I do. Too. So these cards are, um, this is from the archetypes guidebook, which um, is very cool. I love working with these for the archetype wheel. And if that's something that is interesting to you, I am happy to teach you how to do that. Or you can get um, Caroline Mess, her um, her um, sacred contracts book. Um, there is, uh... oh. <laughs> yes, exactly. But these books, these cards are round, which is lovely. And these are the archetype cards um, that, again, you know, for me as a marketer, understanding archetypes, what, how um, the, the psychology of what is in balance and what's out of balance um, is sort of a, a really cool thing to understand. Yeah. Um, and so we'll be working with these cards as well. Um, but That's these have cool. relevance to business, actually, um, particularly for those out there who are trying to understand um, some marketing um, psychology. I love that. Well, and on two twenty two twenty two, you know, God and COVID willing, <laughs> you yes. your book, the intentional business, which has um, archetypes ar- archetypes woven into it, yes, will launch. And so I love the um, how we're weaving that together. We'll be able to talk about the book, elements in the book, along with the archetypes. And again, we'll pull one of those at the end of each show and we'll be able to kind of dig in and have a conversation about that particular archetype the following week. Again, allowing us some time to do some research um, so that we're bringing you our best and that you also have an opportunity to follow along with that. We will also, of course, be continuing the what's in your cup. (laughs) And I first of all, I have to show off my fabulous new mug. This, that is seriously divine. She is, I have not named her yet, but she is a hand warmer mug. It's a couple in the, on the coast of uh, Oregon mm-hmm. that sells them in one of our favorite little pottery shops called mm-hmm. Mossy Creek Pottery. Okay. And we stopped by there on our trip home from Christmas. And these were a new item. I was like, what is this? Cause at first I was like, is that a shell? I know is, that's what it looks like to me, like a shell. It looks like a shell, but it, you literally can put your hand right in it. If it's too hot, you can hold it, you know, like this mm-hmm. until it's, it's holdable, but I love this. I have a, a lovely Irish tea inside my cup and um, nothing outrageously fancy, but the mug makes it it feel fancy. I love that. It's so beautiful. I don't have a fancy mug today. I just have my plain old, uh, I think this is uh, anthropology or something, who knows, but I do have a divine tea. Um, This is another woman owned business. It's called magic hour. And this is Kuan Yin tea. And as you know, that I've talked about this a lot. um, Kuan Yin is uh, a goddess that, or an archetype or who knows really, right? But um, is a goddess that I have been working with for years and years. Um, but this packaging is like 
my god. I don't know if you can tell. It's really actually a dark blue. And it has this beautiful little glass stopper that feels absolutely divine. So um, someday I will have a tea house and then these will be lining the walls. Um, so I'm very thrilled about that. I love that. I love that vision. Yes. Uh, and I'm glad that you said it was blue because it totally looks like it's black and gold. Yeah, no, it's like a really, really deep blue. Um, it's stunning. Um, so I love it. stunning. I love it. I love it. I love it. So we've got tea. We'll be doing these fun cards again, learning about a different uh, woman in history and they are across the board in from all different countries. They're Mm -hmm. every shape, size, and shade. And Mm -hmm. so we, we've really, you know, for the last few years, we've had them personally. And so we thought, you know, this is just a really fun thing to uh, incorporate into the show. And then of course we've talked about archetypes many, many times as well. And we also are really uh, vision casting author, more author interviews. You know, we personally, we loved having conversations with Molly and with Mara and all of, all of you did as well. We love Molly Reamer. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, Molly Reamer. Yes. Molly yes. Reamer <laughs> uh, walking with Persephone and Mara um, Sullivan Bishop, yeah. Bishop Mara, mm-hmm. uh, Mara Bishop, uh, sh- the book that she um, that she joined us with to talk about last year, the, the everyday shamanism. Yes. Uh, I actually did her circle. I don't know if, I don't think anybody else in our community was there. Cause it's, you're, you're on camera. It was so wonderful. It oh yeah. So we haven't beautiful. even had a chance to talk about that. So. No, we haven't. So she did a circle and I had no idea what to expect. And so I was, did she drum? Oh yes. Uh-huh. There was cool. drumming and there was rattling and there was, <laughs> There was chanting and there was quiet time uh, and it was lovely. So if you uh, will be sure to drop the link to connect with Mara um, Bishop on not only on her book, but also to join her mail list so that you find out when she's doing more of those. Uh, I will say I felt incredibly blessed to be there because I, I, well, I don't know this for sure. Uh, Cause I didn't ask everybody what their age was. I, I felt like a baby mm. in that room. And I thought how blessed I felt. I really, really, truly felt so blessed to be there at this point in my life, mm. like that. I wasn't in my sixties and just starting this. I love right? that. Yeah. And instead of feeling comfortable, I was like, I am in a room of freaking sages. Mm. This is amazing. (laughs) I love that. And there was one guy and he was so darling. He was like, I really stepped out of my comfort zone. That's the only reason I could possibly be here. (laughs) And so it was just this really cool um, hour that we all spent together. And some people shared, I did not, Yeah, which was, you know, very intentional on my part. Yeah. Like, I am here to observe and to soak it all in and, and learn about this. And, and I was so curious after our conversation with Mara, because of how she spoke to it, weaving in with whatever spiritual practice you have, yes. right. It isn't a replacement. Yes. It's a yes. And, yes. and, uh, I think there was, it was very, very clear uh, there, there were elements that I felt that were very, um, native American, right. Mm-hmm. That I, that's how I recognize them. Like there was it, like rattling to the North and to the West, to the East, mm-hmm. to the South. And, and we talked about the elements and, mm-hmm. and, you know, she also gave space for, you know, people to incorporate their, whether it was Catholicism or, mm-hmm. you know, some form of Christianity or Hinduism, they had a moment where they could do that in their own private space. And, and I think that you know, that's when I sat in that circle in that virtual circle, be very clear. It was, I felt like God was smiling, you know, that feeling that, Oh, I do know that feeling. Cause that's how I feel when I practice with her. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it was, it was simply like, yes, like this is church. <laughs> this is what you were created yeah. for. Come as right you here. are. Yeah. It was incredible. Uh, and so we, we are 
actively, uh, you know, probably after the show today and over the next couple of weeks, Molly and I are going to put together our dream list because uh, we'd love to at least do one a month, right, Paul? Um, yeah. Be, I mean, the more the merrier. I mean, we have a great time having conversations. So if we end up with more than, you know, 12 women that we're interviewing, that's great. I mean, bring yeah. it. Uh, but if you have a favorite author and, and, you know, you kind of, if you're here and you've been listening for a while, you get the vibe, right? We love to talk with people who have soul-centered businesses who have written books that have a, a, a spiritual red thread woven into them. They don't have to be Bible books. <laughs> they don't have to be, they don't have to be goddess books, but books that really help us um, open our minds, right? Open our hearts, open our minds and, and reconnect and remember and, and even unlearn as we remember. So if you've got somebody in your back pocket or somebody on your bookshelf that you think, oh my gosh, Molly and Deborah have to interview her, please message us. We would love, love, love an introduction and to get them booked on the show for sure. Love it. Um, okay. So let's dig into the big, big old elephant in the room of 2022. And that is uh, <clears throat> the postponement and rescheduling and canceling of things that's already starting to happen because of Ami uh, and you know the, a, a new COVID outbreak and yep. um, how we're dealing with this uh, starting the year again with disappointment. Right. And we love to talk about flipping the script. And I know that Molly last year was a tough year for you. It was a f- in the fire year. You were it being was. fired and refined <laughs> yes, like, go- sure. like gold. And yeah. so I think it would be great to, to kind of share like how you flip the script for yourself, even as you're walking into things being canceled this year, you can, let's talk about that. Like, what does that look like for you? Yeah, I love it. Um, so, well, last year, um, I think Rosemary, um, Berger is the one who posted a song on my, um, Facebook page. And it was sort of a Christian song, but it's, there's a line in it that says things aren't falling apart they're falling into place. And when I heard those words, I mean, it was like a thunderbolt in my heart, like just knowing, um, now at the time, right. I was so deep in my grief. So, you know, each of us will likely go through what's called a dark night of the soul, right. Where you, um, literally walk through the fire to release to burn what no longer serves your highest and best, right? That can come in the form of relationship that can come in the form of patterns or, um, you know, habit or addiction or whatever. Right. Yes. And at the time it's devastating to be walking through and releasing and letting go because growth is actually super painful, right? Like a seed has to break out of its, you know, it's shell, a caterpillar physically turns to goo to become a butterfly, right? So the process of transformation is, is not easy, but it's, but it's what it's designed to do. Right. Um, and we are a culture of people who do not like any kind of pain. So we numb, we suppress, we repress, um, we do all kinds of, um, things to avoid the thing that is actually part of the growth. Yeah. And so last year, that's what it was for me, right? It was about learning to sit, learning to feel and face what I was unwilling to face. Yeah. And that is the true essence or meaning of shadow work right. Is looking at what is unseen and unknown and oftentimes unbecoming about ourselves. Right. Mm. 
which is funny because the unseen, unbecoming, seen, becoming, right? Yeah, yeah. The opposites of the of the idea. And not that work is ever done because it's not. But that particular work in that particular chapter of that particular season has concluded, right? Which leads me to the work of, or the word of the year, which is about surrendering for me, right? Knowing that, that, um, that when things are falling apart, they're falling into place. And so even as we start 2022 with postponements and cancellations and changes and, you know, again, expectations that aren't being met. Yes. Right. Yes. Cause that's the root of suffering is a mis expectation yes. that we yes. cause ourselves. Right. So when we surrender or just, or, or release the idea of expectation, we actually open space for creation yeah. and um, to flow. And I think that's the work that we're all sort of being called to do, right, is to be present and observant, um, releasing expectation. And actually, um, on my, um, on my um, board here, I have different quotes from the Bhagavad Gita. And one of them is, do your work in this world with your heart fixed on the, desi- on the divine instead of on outcomes. The other one is duty uncontaminated by desire or expectation leads to inner peacefulness and increased effectiveness. This is the secret of living a life of real achievement, Mm. right? So duty uncontaminated by desire um, is I think what it's where we're sort of collectively um, trying to bring forth from the shadow, the unconscious into the the light or the conscious. Um, So that's how I feel about that. I love that so much. And I think that, you know, when you're talking about surrender or you're talking about uh, uh, releasing control over the outcome, Mm -hmm. I think that that is, that is something that many of us avoided over the last two years, right? Since, since the plague began, right? And, and this was like a plague of biblical proportion. It is. Yeah. And, and the, you know, where, where we're sitting now with this, with this next strain, you know, um, I've heard a lot of people say it's no big deal if you're vaxxed or you're boosted or whatever that, the, 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 you know, the symptoms aren't that bad. And, And I I just caution us to just remember, it's not only about how you feel, it's the ramifications and the ripple effects from not being able to do your job, not being able to pick up your kids, not, not being able to get paid because you are an hourly paid worker. Um, So us caring for ourselves, Mm -hmm. right. Is, is really important. And us caring for our mental health as we're doing this, because I really do feel like we, we kind of took the found time that we had over the last couple of years and shoved it full of work. Mm. Shoved I know it that was true for me for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think for many, at, at least I, I feel like for the, the humans in our world, in our community, mm-hmm. in our circle, a lot of them did that. I mean, yeah. a very tiny percentage what did Vanessa say? She wishes she knew how to, um, knit and she, and tea. Yes. (laughs) Like if you, if you could only slow down to like actually make a pot of tea, drink it and knit. Right. Like, and, and so I think that that's, I think for those of us who are, are walking this path with such purpose that we literally are jumping out of bed and filling that found time with work, like let us take January. Let's just, we don't have to say 2022, but let us take January where we know in men's been, uh, you know, postponed Postponed. until April. Uh, I know that Realogy's Ascend program that I was flying out to Jersey for next week has been turned virtual. So Mm -hmm. it's not only the time that I was going to be there. It was all the prep time. 
right? And the travel time, the travel time and the packing and the unpacking and, and the getting to and from, you know, now my investment in time is, you know, a few hours versus a few days. Mm. Right. And so while I'm, I'm disappointed that Mm. I won't be able to, uh, you know, meet Yvonne, who's their new VP of all of the amazing things that are around the DEI for Realogy and the the new cohort, uh, that is disappointing. However, I'm like, okay, so there's found time there and, oh, I won't be traveling on the 11th. So I'll be Mm -hmm. able to celebrate that with Andrew. And, Mm -hmm. and so I think looking at the time saying, okay, how, how can I fill that found time with me time? as opposed to filling it with more work and, and yeah. that work, it could, it, it, it wasn't, we weren't all twice as productive over the last two years. We were just twice as busy. Yeah. And, and busy is not good, right? Because when we don't have the downtime, we don't get inspired mm-hmm. and the visual is the wave, Right. And you need to have the down so that the down has the energy to push and propel the wave um, into a crest. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that and honoring that cycle is really, really critical. Um, and so, you know, we can't be inspired unless we are in spirit. That's the root. And the only way that we find inspiration is through quiet right? That's why people get good ideas when they're in the shower or when they're driving, you know, it's when that mind is just suddenly, you know, those sort of repetitive actions allow that space to open up. And so it's really, really important to create that space, sort of that downward cycle so that when it's time, we have the energy to crest. Yeah. And I remember us talking last January about the you know, the, the flip side of not being in New York together because we weren't in New York again last year. Yeah. But that, you know, most of us came back from our conference circuit in January sick, sick. Yeah. Every year for the last how many years? Yeah. Yeah. A decade, at least a decade, at least. And and I think I was sharing, my mom was the one who was like, yeah, you're always sick at the end of January. I'm like, really? I consider myself really healthy and that I don't really get sick, but that was the one time of year. And, and, um, you know, I, we, we were weaving in like kind of that aha of, well, we're not going to be sick like that. Thank Mm. you, God. And then also this connection to the seasons right. Mm. That there, that this is our time to hibernate. Like if we, if we could all simply take a cue from nature, right. Like the bears are hibernating right now. Right. Yeah. And, and the leaves have fallen, the trees are resting. Um, and last year was it, I think it was 2020 that we talked about Huga. Oh the, yes, the Danish. Mm-hmm. The Danish. So this is, yeah. The, so yeah. for those of you who aren't familiar with Huga, I highly in- encourage you to Google it. It's H Y G G E. It is um, one of my favorite favorite things about Huga is that they use the word coziness in the description. Mm. I love the word tea cozy. And tea warmer cups. Yes. And so I, um, I would say if you are thinking like, okay, so what does me time look like? Like, let it be Huga time. Mm-hmm. Like your found time, let that be time where you grab your favorite blankie and a good book and a cup of tea or a pot of tea. And you simply be and get yeah. cozy, get comfortable, light the fire in the fireplace. You know, if, if you were traveling, you'd be spending money on Starbucks and food and taxis and all that. So spend a little bit extra money, um, lighting that gas fireplace or getting another cord for the, for the wood burning fireplace, like invest in creating coziness in January as I love that. And as those disappointments come in, cause they will, right. Yeah. They will, it, it will happen. Yeah. And it's likely the kids are going to be home from school again. Um, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. Are you hearing that? I, I I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, we're we're probably going to have that, you know, there's the numbers are, are over, you know, they're ridiculous. Yeah. You know, so, you know, 
my whole house has it. So, I mean, we just went through it through the holidays. So like we're, we're a statistic, you know, but, um, you know, it is, it is one of those things that, you know, January for me is a planning month, you know, where, um, you really can map out like the year you really sit. And when you're sitting in quiet, sipping tea with a fire, you know, daydreaming, you know, like, what do I want this to look like? And then how do I back into it to get there? Um, that you know, makes me to, feel cozy, Molly. Right. It's the, it's the soul led um, yes. way of living. Um, I love it. So good. And, and it's, that's a great reminder as, especially for our beloveds who are watching live or listening to the replay or listening on the podcast, wherever you are, that, especially as entrepreneurs, especially as individuals who have the ability to work from home and to produce from home. Yes, I get it. There are meetings that need to be had. There are meetings that need to be hosted and attended. However, most of us have near complete control over our time. And so nobody says that you have to be up at 4am. Nobody says that you have to to be in bed by midnight, like you find your rhythm, Mm -hmm. like let this month be a time where you can find your rhythm. Love it. And it's a gift, right? It's a gift we can give ourselves. You know, I, there, there are still people who, I don't know what it's like the 5am club. I, I think Leslie still is part of that. Like that just doesn't, that does not feed my soul at all having to, to get up and, and participate. It's, it's not for me. You know, I'm much more like, okay, let's start. I like to start those conversations around 11 (laughs) o'clock after a couple cup of coffees and, um, right. It's it's my time. Cause I, I want to be, I want to have my spiritual time before I engage in business conversations. Mm -hmm. Right. And, I'm not getting up at three o'clock in the morning so I can attend something at 5 a.m. But that's well, my flow. <laughs> well, and that's, again, one of the biggest things that I'm going to incorporate with my business meetings this year is with our new, you know, with new relationships is that idea of three cups of tea, right? The first cup of tea, you meet as strangers. The second cup of tea, you meet as, as friends. And the third cup of tea, you meet as family, and understanding that really, truly knowing who you're doing business with and who you're sitting across the table with um, matters and taking that time to nurture the connection through sipping. I mean, the, the Middle Eastern cultures, that's just a part of business, right? You sip yes. and you have three cups of tea before any negotiation starts. Yeah. Um, it's a freaking beautiful process. Yes. Um, you know? It, and again, that's, I mean, I feel like I'm saying this over and over. It's a great reminder, right? That, that we, we have lived for decades in a hustle and hurry world in the United States oh, yes, and uh-huh. in other countries, but I can only speak to where I live Yes, and it's, we've glorified hustle. We've glorified, uh, you know, the stiff suits with the, with the big, shoulder pads all the way to, you know, stiletto heels that, I mean, women who are now in their sixties are having to get major foot surgeries because in the eighties, they were wearing these like crazy, uncomfortable shoes. And the, the, the generation that's coming up now, I mean, I'm seeing photos of them at their homecomings and their proms in freaking sneakers. They are. They're like, I'm not wearing those uncomfortable shoes. No, it doesn't, it doesn't make my shoes don't define my sexuality, my femininity, my sensuality. And I think that that's an unlearning that we're all having now. Thankfully we're all, we've all been wearing slippers for the last two years. I don't know about you, but I have a lot of shoes. I'm sure that do not fit me in my closet. Well, I have boots and flip-flops. Those are like my, I have like two options. Like, you know, those are boots, flip-flops or, or bare feet. Oh, but you're right. Just to validate that with my daughter and her friends that, you know, all of their dances, they'll have like a cute little dress, but sneakers or high tops or something. They like just, I've been trying to get my daughter to get like a pair of like, you know, some kind of fancy shoe and she like absolutely refuses. Yeah. I mean, the the reality is, well, and okay, I'm going to, I'm going to say this and, and 
our friends who are hosting this party, um, they know my heart, but there was part of me. So we were supposed to go to our friends for new year's Eve. Yeah. And, um, we, we decided that we could not go in good conscience because we can't find a flipping COVID test to save our lives here. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, and like all of the appointments are booked through next week. And so we were like, well, we're going to skip out on the party because we just don't want to bring it. Right. And that was before we even knew our niece had COVID. Okay. And yeah. so, but there was this part of me that was like, oh, thank God, because it was cocktail. And I was oh. like, I'm going to have to put on a dress. And some Spanx and, and some hosiery of some sort with probably <laughs> some kind of control top, something yeah. and, and heels. Right. And I, and I really dreaded it. And, and people who have known, like my friends from high school probably right now are going, what the hell? I mean, I was voted best dressed every year, right? Like the shoes and the bag and the nails and all like, that was so, so my jam then, but I've released that pressure from myself to the point where I was like, I don't, I don't want to go to a cocktail party. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I, I need to curb that a little bit. Cause I don't want to become agoraphobic and, and only live in yoga pants. I certainly don't want that for myself either, but it was, I, I had that moment where I was like, I don't want to put those shoes on. I don't want to wear that. The, the pantyhose of the patriarchy. <laughs> oh, girl, I, Amen to that. It was 70 degrees on New Year's Eve here. So we danced barefoot on my porch. Mm. It was delightful. That's with, fantastic. Yeah. It was snowing no, on the coast, but that's yeah, okay. no, it was, well, it snowed lot. It snowed yesterday, but on New Year's Eve, it was 70 degrees, 70 degrees down to snow weather. 30. Yeah. It was wow. crazy. I but think, I think mother around. nature is, is feeling a little, uh, outraged by the craziness as well. So (laughs) we're all experiencing the ups and downs. Um, but I really, I really do hope that this conversation around like it replace the found time with some rest and some play. And I know that you mentioned your word for 2022 is surrender. Um, yes. Super excited to see your acrostic on that, which I know we'll see next week. Yes. Um, my, the word I chose this year, well, I should say the word that chose me. Mm. I, so I have the process that I go through. And of course, anybody who's listening could go to debratrapin.com slash my moxie life 2022, and you can download the guide. I'll drop the link. Uh, but I've been doing this process for the last, I, I want to say 15 years. Uh, mm-hmm. but been doing the guide as D 11. So that's, it'll be 10 years this year doing that guide. Um, oh, wow. But so, uh, you know, every year I do a little zhuzhing, a little adding a little something, but in, in this year I added what is normally been a follow-up, which is kind of a list of words mm-hmm. that people have sent me over the years. Oh, beautiful. Like, oh, this is my word. Oh, this was my word. This is the word I chose. So it's kind of a fun list of words other people have chosen. But when I was listening or when I was building the, the guide this year, I was listening to us, (laughs) I was listening to an old, uh, one of our past episodes. Oh, I love it. And, and I heard my self say sovereignty like four times. Mm. And I was like, Oh, isn't that interesting? Mm. And then I went to look at the, the cards that I had pulled. So the, the, divine feminine cards, the ones from, oops, the ones from Megan Watterson. Yeah. And the ones that were consistent were, um, what were like, uh, Thecla and, uh, Inanna, uh, the, the women who really called out to me were Circe and Athena and Persephone and all of them, all of them have the word sovereignty attached to them. And I was like, mm. all right, clearly yes. you are my word. <laughs> Knowing who they are, right? That to yes. me is the ultimate of being a queen yeah. is knowing who you are. Well, and what's interesting is we kind of were, you mentioned it a little bit with kind of the shadow work and, and having the, the dark season. And I, you know, I definitely have had dark seasons in my life, but I feel like I have also the superpower that 
experiences it and then just lets it go. Like yeah. I don't hold on to it. I don't remember it. I don't carry it. Yeah. But one of one of the other kind of characters that I have no connection with whatsoever at this point was the Morrigan. Oh, yeah. And and so she's actually represented by three individuals, like yeah. three she's a triple goddess. Yeah. Yeah. So so that she's also on my list. Okay. You need to understand more about her. She's really known to be kind of a dark queen, right? Mm-hmm. But again, the word sovereignty is very connected with her. And the, you know, the last couple of years have really been about um, letting go of what needed to be unlearned, right? Letting, and, and even up until the very last day of 2021, I was still reminding myself, you're not going to please everyone, right? There will always be judgment over what you're doing and when you're doing it and with whom you're doing it. And so like letting that go, right? Not let, not letting other people's expectations of me hold me in a cage. Cause I, that really, I, it was, it was really holding me in a cage. A cage of your own making. Yes. Which is so, oh, it's infuriating. I mean, Deborah, come on, let yourself out of the cage. Right. <laughs> oh no. I mean, that was, that's, that was with a card I pulled, um, you know, from that Zen Osha Zen deck was the cage that like it, the actual cage is open, but the bird remains. Yes. You know, inside. Yeah. Well, and that's it. It's, it's, it's time to be done with that. It's time to, it's, it's, it's done. I, and now it's activating the sovereignty. I will of course, continue to reclaim my power from all times and places, right? That's, that's the connection with Thecla. For those of you who don't know who Thecla is, uh, she, if, well, those of you who are Catholic probably know who Thecla is because Thecla is a saint, um, however, her story was not included in the Bible chapters that the Nicene Creed uh, or Nicene Council rather um, put together way back in the day. The, the gents decided they didn't want to talk about Thecla. They wanted to talk about Paul and Silas. So anyway, anywho, look her up. She's great. But one of her biggest, uh, her mantras in the cards is I reclaim my power from all times and places. Mm-hmm. And that is... The more I say that, even just saying it here now on the show, like I can feel it, right? I can feel that claiming, I can see myself sitting on the floor crying mm. and I can say, you're healed from that. Like, like it's time to leave that. It's good. Like now let's move forward, right? I'm going to take that back. I'm going to take that energy back. Um, but I did create an acrostic to Sovereign. And I'd love to share it with you. Yes, yes. Okay, so I'm just going to go down. For those of you who don't know what acrostic is, it's when you take your word of the year and you use the the letters of e of the of the word to start a sentence that supports that word, right? So an acronym is usually when you turn all of your letters into a word. So it, it might be um, hope is I want to feel healed, optimistic peaceful and energized. And so your word for the year might be hope to represent those. That's an acronym, but an acrostic, which is usually where I go with my word is, is using each one of the letters to start my sentence. So the S is to set aside sacred time to deepen my spiritual practice and daily rituals, organize a retreat with Molly and launch Moxie on fire. And for those of you who didn't hear it last or during the last show, I'm actually turning Moxie on Fire into affirmation cards and a guidebook. It's very similar to the flow of these these cards and this little book. So I'm very excited. Beth, if you're listening, I'm saying it. It's happening. We're very excited. (laughs) Um, V is vibrate at a higher frequency every day. I'm seeing... I'm, I'm seeing and feeling that the shift when I am vibrating at a low frequency, what comes into my life. And I want, I can control that. I can control the vibrate, the, the frequency in which I vibrate. So that's a big focus. Engage in activities that bring me joy. E R is reclaim my power and magic. E is embrace my wild and guide others to do the same intentionally carve out alone time to recharge, Mm -hmm. give and receive grace 
often. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nurture my beloved re- relationships with a focus on my marriage. Take time to create and collect beauty for my sacred spaces. Mm. And why is your long, your long activation and integration of my divinely sovereign feminine and masculine energies. Beautiful. I love that you said divinely feminine and masculine energies because we each have both. Yes. Right. Yes. And we need them to be working in unison, right? That is the, the key of being. Yes. Well, and that is balanced energies is possible. Balanced living between work and fun. And that's not possible. It's never, it's never possible to be perfectly balanced in how we, we live our lives, but balancing my energies is I, I can do that. And I, I, I present very with a lot of feminine energy, but how I roll is more like a roar of masculine energy. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's so, how, why we connect, right? Cause we, we're, we're wired the same. Yeah. And I think that there's, there is beauty in recognizing and keeping both activated and integrated, right? Mm-hmm. I purposefully and intentionally chose those two words and, and really I'm going to use the word activate throughout the year. Uh, when one of the things we've talked about this a couple of times, the three doing a 360 mm-hmm. review or a request from like your inner circle, what words you use to describe me, those kind of things. Yeah. Uh, and an activator definitely is one of those words that people use with me, right? C- certainly I motivate them, but they actually take action. Yeah. Right. They actually do something. And part of that, I think, is because I've learned over the years is to provide tools. Yeah. Right. Like, Hey, choose a word. People are like, what's your word? I don't know what my word is. How do I choose just one? Yeah. (laughs) You know, Um, Amy was, it was in fact like, how do you just choose one? I'm like, Oh, well, I got a guide for that. Right. It's, it allows people to put into practice. And so I, I want to turn that inward. Well, I want to shine a light on you for just a second though, because I think there's something else that you're doing. And I want to make sure that people understand why activation is a word that's really relevant with you is that because you are able to see clearly. And so when you are speaking truth into someone, it is resonating in their, their bones. Therefore, you know, it's something that like, it's almost like you're scratching, um, you're awakening something, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And so when someone knows in their bones, it's easier to act on it because it doesn't feel, you know, extra. It doesn't, it feels like, oh yeah, I can do that. Right. Like, so that's, I think that's also something that I don't think you probably necessarily give yourself enough props for, but I see that in you and I've experienced that from you. So, um, (laughs) You know? Yeah. Well, and, and I think that that's part of the, you know, the vibrating at the higher frequency when I do that, when I get up and I think when I, when I envision my day filled with peace and kindness and love and, and being open, right. Being a vessel for those messages that it happens, but when I wake up and I, and I have that kind of crappy attitude, right? Like there wasn't enough creamer in my tea or, (laughs) you know, I mean, it it could be something similar like that, that knocks us out of, of a higher vibration. Right. But, but really focusing on, on bringing that back and, and being in a place of gratitude, Um, which, which leads me to, so once I build this acrostic, and this is of course in the guide as well, there are other things that, that I'll be doing over the, for the rest of the month. One is building a a playlist of songs that have the word sovereignty in them. Mm, Right. Beautiful. Ooh, sweet surrender can be on yours. Oh, I love that song. Well, It's so funny that you say that I already, I already started the playlist with the word surrender. So you and I are like, so like, and, um, I did have a download on my acoustic too, while you were talking, it just flowed right out of me. So I have mine too. Yes. Um, which is so funny, but no, the playlist is beautiful, right? Because again, 
words are powerful, they're yes. vibration. And yes. so what you're doing is you're tuning yourself to the vibration of the thing that you are bringing forth. Yes. And so that's sort of like the, I don't even want to say science because I'm not a scientist, but like, but that's kind of the why that works, you know? Yeah. It's, it's nature. I mean, yeah. it, it's, it is how we were, we are built. We, we are fully equipped Yes. to, um, inspire and motivate ourselves. Yeah. That's why singing a hymn in church feels amazing. Yes. Because you are vibrating at the same vibration as the the community, right? As with everybody else. It's so funny that you say that because that's probably the thing I miss the most about, um, you know, going to church. Yeah. Is the the, the praise and worship part. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, my home is always filled with music, but there is something about that that level, um, especially when you're at, at a concert or, or concert, we just haven't church. been able to do that. Right. No. So I, I do, I do really miss that. But so the, yeah. so the, the playlist is such a fun way to honor your word. Um, I also build a Pinterest board and, uh-huh. you know, of course, pin all the wonderful things that kind of connect to sovereignty. So I'm, I'm envisioning there will be many lions and crowns and queens. <laughs> Yes. And probably an Ayaya and things that represent, like I was saying before, like Athena, Hecate, you know, these, these, these women who have walked before us, whether it be uh, mythologically or not, right. That have created these archetypes that, that allow us to see parts of ourselves that we did not see before. And, and I do feel like there is there, there's going to be a becoming this year. I, 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 love I feel it's, I feel a becoming coming. <laughs> I feel a becoming coming. I love that. Okay. So I'm going to just quickly, I don't have mine a uh, beautiful, but I have my acoustic, uh, uh, my S is shine. Um, and there's a shine, there's a Fia song called, um, ready to shine, or it's just called shine. I love it. Um, that'll be on my playlist and we should all share each other's playlists. That might be kind of fun. Yes. Um, my, you is understand like to deeply understand, um, things. I don't want to live on the surface of anything this year. Um, rest is my first R because, um, you need to rest. The second R is remember, remember who I am and remember every day because we will forget. Um, my E is enable. I want to enable, other women to rise and to remember. Um, my N is no, to say no to the things that are distracting. My D is divine. Um, I want to remember that we're both fully human and fully divine in all moments. My last E is energy. We are energy bodies, energy beings, and want to maintain control and be conscious of the energy that I emit and share. And my last R is to reclaim. And that is to sort of a nod back to last year's word power um, to remember, to reclaim my power. Um, so that, all that times is times and all places, all times and all places. I love it. It's oh, I love it. Well, you basically just switched an acronym into an acrostic by each of your sentences. I love it. I'm so excited to see it in, uh, in full color. Yes. <laughs> oh, mine yeah. will probably be my cover image later this week. I haven't, I haven't quite picked my colors for the year. Yes. Right. So I usually kind of have colors that, that feel that, that kind of, I want to connect with during the year. I haven't done that yet. So that'll probably be a little bit later this week. Once I do that, then, then I usually, well, and the Pantone color is kind of a funky purple. Did you see that? The Pantone oh, yeah, color? It's like a, it's like a periwinkle, but it's like deep. It's like yeah, a deep. I, and, purple. um, which, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, that's a very royal color. Spiritual color. Yeah. So the high and, vibration. Color. Yes. High vibration. And of course it, it was, it's a color that's associated with Jesus. I love, and he loves me. Um, and, <laughs> <laughs> and, and so I, so I, purple's probably going to be in there. I'm thinking maybe like that shade, maybe with a sage, you know, something that just kind of represents some of the words. I'm not sure yet, but once I have that and kind of have the images, a spiral, I cannot tell you, I keep seeing spirals. 
spirals yes. everywhere. So spiral is definitely going to be part of my imagery for the year. Um, and we were you actually talking- read the book spiral dance then. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. I will. I, um, uh, I'll, I'll find it. Spiral okay. dance. Spiral dance. Um, well the, what was I going to say? The, um, Spiral. That's I the think, sign of the goddess. You know that, right? Yes. And that's what I'm saying. I, I mean, yeah. I'm seeing it everywhere and I'm compelled. I, I was drawing it in the sand. I was drawing it in the snow. I'm like, oh, okay, well, this is interesting. You know, it's just, it, it's paying attention to that has become something that I, it's even Andrew is, he's like, you do notice that you're doing that a lot, right? I'm like, I do. And I'm so thankful you are as well. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> uh, we were talking about, so we, we collected, oh my gosh, I can't believe I've, I've not showed you this yet. Okay. So we were walking along the beach in, uh, just South of Newport in Portland. So on okay. the, the West coast, okay. uh, where we were staying in a, a little town called Depot Bay is the world's smallest port, <laughs> like Marine port. Um, and the second I stepped on the sand, I said, I'm going to find a hagstone here. And for those of you who don't know what hagstone, or you might call it a fairy stone. Um, it's a rock with a hole in it, like mm. a naturally occurring hole, not one that's like drilled into it to make jewelry. Okay. And when I show you this, I, not, I have not sent you a picture of this yet. It's going to trip you out. So not only did I find this, but I found three others. Okay. Three three others. They're I'm like sitting on the edge of my, my I seat here. I know. I'm like, I feel like I need to put something behind her, but look at this stone. Oh my gosh. So you can see the hole. Yeah. Right here with a moon. She has a moon on as an eyebrow. And can you see her nose? Whoops. Oh my gosh. Her? Yes. Can you see her nose here and her mouth? That is crazy. I mean, it's like a, it's like a stregonona or something. It's a, a baba a it's a baba uh, yes baba baba yaga that's exactly yaga. what andrew and i were saying exactly and it, i mean she has a face so yes. i found this one she's like just incredible okay and then this is the other one so this is this is one that's like like look i actually have feathers in her oh, oh my gosh. gosh okay that's amazing so this one has multiple holes in her uh, let me hold it up to the green. Oh, wow. That is crazy. I, at, I don't know if I've ever heard of this before. So this, um, what is, she has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight holes in her naturally oh occurring little holes. Well, eight is the number of the oh, year. I know. Uh, so she also has a bit of a face. If you look, uh, the site, her eye and her face. Mm -hmm. Um, but there are other, so hagstone, fairy stone, they, they're, they're a little bit, you know, it's, a, it's magical when you find them, it, you know, it's, it's a magical find. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, I, I, other we don't ones are, here, I don't think the other ones are up here. So, oh, there's right here. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, this one, this big one, it holds the feathers and it also holds my, my journaling pen. Okay. That's amazing. And I, it, it, it is those, I, Tara Nicola is a, a big believer in this too, right? Like, um, and I think we talked about it with Molly Reamer, right? Magic is everywhere. If you, if you expect magic, you're going to get magic. If yes, you expect agreed. that everything is working out for you, everything's working out for you. Yes. And this, that first step on the beach, I said to Andrew, I'm going to find one today. He was like, okay. And then he was like, oh my God, another one. Oh my God, another one. Oh my God. Another. I'm like, yeah. Like, oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's how I felt this morning. Cause we were on a delay because of the frost of the ice that happened. Um, cause it rained all day yesterday and things were flooding and you know, whatever. But anyway, so I walked outside this morning mm -hmm. and the frost on the grass was creating like literally a sea of diamonds. It was magnificent. Magic. Magic. It was reflecting from the sun all over. I felt like I was in Twilight, the movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, 
I do. So I, I do love those movies. I do too. I, have I am to my daughter and I binged them. them and we absolutely loved them. Oh gosh. We, we need to pull our archetype cards and then wrap it up. Cause yes. we're going to, we're going to, people are going to tune out. We've been on the, <laughs> our I, first episode, I don't even know how long we've been on. I know our first episode, 1 million hours. One right? million. Yes. <laughs> Let's pull the card. <laughs> okay. I cannot wait to see people's playlists and then I'll share, I'll share mine um, in the, in the thing. Okay. So, and I'll work on the, um, I'll work on my acoustic. So I'll wrap the words around it, but the word, but the actual, like actual things popped right out. So I that love that. That's like goddess cool. gathering of divine daughters embracing sacred sisterhood sacred sisterhood that was that was a divine download a moment i will never forget Ooh, teresa of avila yes okay so teresa of avila that's amazing so she is the author of the castles book what is that called the huh. uh, oh my gosh that's eight I'm telling you. <laughs> so Carolyn Miss talks about Mess talks about her um, a lot. Yes, a lot. a lot. But she has the uh, she is the author of a book about the the castles. We'll talk. We'll go through it next week. Um, yes. I have read it. Um, what's interesting about it is it's basically a um, it's through her experience of how to access your soul. Yes. Um, and the different layers that she uses the metaphor of the castle, um, to be able to access your inner, inner world. Um, now the book is a little off putting because it's what something very old, I forget what century it is. And so sometimes like there's a lot of self-deprecation as a woman, um, that is off putting, um, Yeah, yeah, but it's interesting. Well, she was a, a Carmelite nun as well, right? Yeah. And so, um, I think 1500s, something like that, is yeah. when she walked the planet. Um, but yeah, she's she has some. Have, have fun. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna get to talk. Uh, the interior castle. Yes, I, I had to look it up. I was like, that's gonna drive me nuts. So, and it was written in 1588. We can't make this stuff up, everybody. <laughs> we finished it. We finished out, you know, 2021 with all of the eights, um, you know, which is a beautiful infinity symbol. It's all of the things, you know, and it, um, yeah. So now I'm going to pull from the, um, this one actually popped out. I'm going to pull from the archetype card. So the archetype that we're going to be exploring is the gem. The gem. Ooh, that's pretty. Yeah. These cards are stunning, actually. But yeah, so we're going to be talking about St. Teresa de Avila and working through the archetype of the gem. Awesome. Very exciting. Very, very exciting. Um, before you meditate us out, I t- took a screen capture of this quote by I it's Pima Chodron, I think yep. it's they lost Chodron, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. Yep. <clears throat> I thought it perfectly encapsulated what we're talking about today. To be fully alive, fully human, and completely awake is to be continually thrown out of the nest. Mm. <laughs> go on now right <laughs> yes get ready <laughs> we're becoming which means we're getting tossed out of that nest <laughs> and the nest is it's only again painful with expectation right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay preconceived preconceived outcomes all right let's meditate out um let's find that tall spine my chair is kind of squished up here i'm gonna try to scooch back i don't know what happened i kind of got scooched in here all right leaning in leaning in yes okay so feet connecting to the earth rooting through the sitting bones reaching through the crown awareness on the very tip of the breath of the very tip of the nose breathing in and breathing out 
let's take our hands in a sort of a, um, you know, the right hand on top of the, the left hand and connect the thumbs here energetically and just place them right there at the belly button, above the belly button, which is our uh, solar plexus, elbows to the side. Again, awareness on the very tip of the nose. I am breathing in and I am breathing out. We're gonna shift our awareness to the space between the brows. And if we have our word of the year, we're going to begin to see it, shape it, and allow whatever mental imagery comes to mind. And if we do not have our word of the year yet, we're going to allow our unconscious, our subconscious, show us whatever needs to be shown. So we're going to sit here with this slow, easy breath, focusing on that mental screen and bear witness to whatever is showing up as it relates to our word of the year. Big collective breath in together fully from the tip of the toes, all the way up the legs, up the spine. And exhale, completely falling down the same path from the crown all the way through the body, pelvis, legs, and out the toes. And journal whatever it is that you saw. That's fun. My, t- my toes wiggled with the light as the, the breath went in and out. <laughs> in and out of the toes. In We're going to root into, those, into that earth. <laughs> I love it. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, we will see you next week. Again, we're talking about Teresa of Avila. Avila? Because she's I don't know. Spain. We're going to pronounce it. I think it's, it's uh, Avila. I think Avila. that's right. Yes, she is Spanish. <laughs> and the gem archetype. Mm-hmm. And whatever else flows into the conversation. Uh, We look forward to seeing your comments. We look forward to reading your words of the year. And as Molly suggested, if you do also build a playlist around your word, we'd love for you to share it with us. We'd love to have some really exciting, fun, new music for this year's. We can have our own dance parties on our own porches. (laughs) Barefoot dance party at the Olmstead. (laughs) Love it. All right, everyone. Have a wonderful week. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you for spilling the tea with Molly and me today. It was our heart's desire to provide a sacred space to learn and laugh together and to reset our mindsets for the week ahead. We do hope that you enjoyed hearing our thoughts and stories about our favorite people, products, and initiatives, positively serving humanity and sprinkling joy over their slice of the galaxy. Want to connect with us? Head on over to those show notes and click on the links. Let's all confidently step into tomorrow, intentionally leading with divine love, gratitude, and faith. Psst. Hey, if you like the show, we'd love for you to click those stars and leave us a review. And don't keep us a secret. Share us with a friend. We love expanding the circle. Thanks.